You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. the food code we are back with another women crush wednesday yes. <laughs> i had to think about how to say that um, with one of our clients kate um, she's been working with us for about four months now she went through our metabolic rehab program and is now in our evolve program and really excited to dive into her journey um, and her mindset shifts her emotional shifts uh, and how she approaches the weekend and just an amazing story that she has. So welcome, Kate. Thank you. I'm excited to be here with you guys. Yes, we are so excited to have you. Um, so we're just going to kind of start it off. So we want to have you explain a little bit about your history, um, your history with dieting, with your relationship with food, um, kind of what brought you to metabolic rehab and kind of why you decided to take um, the steps to start the program. All right. Um, I think... I, it started back in high school, honestly. Um, I was running cross country and I had a coach that unfortunately probably didn't mean it in a, a hurtful way, but made a comment that I would probably be faster if I was lighter. Um, so that kind of started me down the path of I need to lose weight so I can do better with cross country. Um, and as a high schooler, you try to take it on on your own and you just whatever pops up, you know, on the internet or in the mag at that point, probably more magazine covers of try this diet in two weeks, you'll lose 10 pounds and, or even like a special K diet, like eat two bowls of cereal a day and a full meal. Um, you know, my parents would be like, why are you eating so much cereal? Uh, <laughs> because it's a know, and then, calories. <laughs> yeah, right. With some skim milk and, you know, you feel full to your next meal. Um, and then I think it just kind of progressed, you know, into college. I was always on some sort of diet, like watching what I was eating. I know I tried Weight Watchers. Um, and then as I got into my early 20s, I discovered CrossFit and started doing CrossFit and seeing good gains and changes there. So I did the paleo diet because that was what was popular at the time in CrossFit. Um, the zone diet seemed a little confusing to me, so I just stuck with the paleo diet. Um, and in my case, like that didn't work that great because they're like eat nuts and seeds, and I love almond butter and any kind of nut butter. So you know, my bedtime snack would probably be like a half a cup of almond butter. And why wasn't I losing weight? Um, so then I ended up starting to work with a pretty—it's still very popular, pretty popular um, strength program, nutrition program. Um, and I started with their templates and they had pretty structured templates to follow and was seeing some pretty good results. And I thought, well, if this is working, I'll do even better if I work with a coach. So I started working with a coach through this program and um, had list of approved and unapproved foods and very strict timing to eat everything. Um, and as I worked through my cut phase, I was allowed one kind of treat meal a week. And for me, unfortunately, this is where I kind of started with that eating clean and great all week. And then 
YOLO on the weekend um, where I would just eat everything because I wasn't going to be able to eat it again on Sunday. And I would just eat a ton on Saturday night and just feel gross and sick. But every week I would do it knowing how I was going to feel. But again, having that mindset that I did great all week. They said I could have this treat meal and I ate everything that I wanted in that treat meal. Um, and even when, so I ended up stopping working with them. Um, just, I wasn't seeing the results that I wanted to see anymore. And I knew I wasn't in a great place. I also wanted to, um, try to have a baby. So I needed to kind of, uh, gain some weight that I had lost. And so I stopped working with them, but unfortunately that habit of like eating great all week and then yellow on the weekends is just that habit that I had continued with for years, years and years. Um, and then, so I was lucky enough that I went through IVF and got pregnant with my daughter who is seven months old now. And I think one morning I was pumping at like three 30 in the morning and scrolling through Instagram, not feeling super happy with my body because it was changing, you know, as most moms feel and saw Becca's Instagram story about this program. And I don't remember how it was described, but it was something like, do you struggle with your mindset in your food, in your relationship to food? And at that point in time, I was like, yes, that is me. And it was like, direct message me if you want information on our program, it's new. So I did, and she got right back to me, like I think an hour later, which I was shocked because again, it was super early in the morning. And I was like, wow, if they're like this invested in people that are reaching out to them, then I really want to see what this is all about. So that's how I found Metabolic Prehab. And, uh, Life has been awesome since then. Yeah, it's so funny because like you tell your story and it literally is like listening to my story because um, we did the same unnamed program. Um, we both went through IVF to have our little ones and we both ended up with really poor relationship with food because of you know said program um, and other programs in the past. And uh, I was so glad when you reached out and when you know we started working together and you just are the epitome of leaning into the process and kind of just, you know, letting all past ideas and, you know, comprehensions of what food and dieting should be. Um, and you kind of just dove in and, you know, didn't have, maybe you had apprehensions, but it didn't seem like you did. You were just trusting the process. Um, so can you explain a little bit about kind of how metabolic prehab changed your perspective around food and what it did for your body and your mindset? Yeah, I think trust the process is exactly describes it perfectly. I kind of went into it knowing I wasn't happy with the way I was eating. And, you know, when it was just affecting me was one thing. But now that I had a daughter in the mix that I was trying to not only like be able to supply food and milk for, but I want to be a good role model for her as she gets older. And the relationship I had with food is not one that I would want anybody to have because it wasn't good. It wasn't right, you know? Um, and I knew that, but I couldn't make the change on my own. So that's, I think when metabolic prehab started, I just knew I was going to be all in and that was what was going to happen. And if I wasn't, then I wasn't going to make the change that I wanted. Um, so I just, like you said, I trusted the process and, you know, week one, this is what we want you to do week two. And, you know, very upfront, like we're not going into this to lose weight. And that wasn't exactly why I joined anyway. Like everybody wants to lose the baby weight, but I knew that wasn't the goal. Like I knew I needed to change my mindset and then worry about the weight later 
Um, and you guys said, if you do this, the pieces will fall into place. And, you know, every week it was just being more mindful about different aspects of your life that I think we all know contribute to how we feel and our health. But until someone explains it to you or kind of like gives you that permission to acknowledge that, it, you don't do it for yourself because we all have a thousand other things we're trying to do. Um, so it was really just taking that time to focus on me and what I needed to do to make the change and really just trusting the process because it's worked and it's, I mean, I'm here now and happier with my relationship with food than I've been since that press country told, coach told me I needed to lose weight. <laughs> it's amazing how, you know, we've talked on our podcast before, how the comments, little comments that maybe that, that coach didn't realize was going to impact you as much as it did. Right. And so that kind of spiraled you into that diet cycle and then listening to all the bullshit of, I have to go really low calorie or I have to restrict all these foods. You know, when we look at, I look at my relationship with food long ago when I was doing weight loggers, maybe you felt the same way. Yeah. We learned how to count points. We didn't know how much was in food. We didn't know how to fuel our body for cross country or exercise that we were doing at that time. And so it kind of was the catapult to set you up for that poor relationship with food. And I guess I would just take this time to say anyone who's listening, like understand that many of us have experienced situations and comments that have been said, but we have it in our control to say, no, I'm going to rise above this and be stronger. And so really proud of you for doing the work that most people don't want to do. And that is more important than the calories um, or just the types of foods that we're eating. It's the mental and the emotional work to shift our mindset that food is good or bad, taking away the identification of I'm a good or bad person based upon the food choices that I have or that I'm not worthy or confident or a good athlete because the scale says, you know, I'm 130 pounds when I should be 125 pounds, whatever that looks like. And so um, I love that you mentioned that because, yeah, that's a large part of metabolic rehab is the mindset and emotional side and making the connection on how food impacts every area of our life. So you graduated uh, metabolic rehab and now you're working with us in Evolve University is what we call it. It's our six month program. Um, talk with listeners just about kind of now you're on the other side of this. You have a better relationship with food. We've started to let you uh, eat more intuitively and how you're feeling how your body has changed and what your relationship with food looks like now that we've stepped away from tracking. Okay. Um, so we first started with, well, in metabolic rehab as well, and then into Evolve, started with MyFitnessPal and tracking. And um, I think initially I was eating somewhere around like 1,700 calories a day and a relatively good mix of macronutrients. Um, needed to up my fats a little bit. I also am a runner. So to support the breastfeeding and the running, um, they had me increase my calories. You guys had me increase my calories to um, 2,100, 2,150. So like 400, 500 calories more a day than I was eating before. And at first I was like, I don't know, like I don't remember the last time I've eaten this much food and tracked it other than on the weekends when I completely binged and fell off the wagon. But I wouldn't track that because... <laughs> you know, why would I want to acknowledge 3,500 3, calories in one meal? Um, but they had me up my calories and then increase my fats as well. Um, and it took a couple weeks to get there consistently. I think, you know, without admitting it or even maybe in the forefront of my mind, just kind of nervous that that was going to lead to weight gain. And then I was going to kind of be spiraling. But again, like 
you just kind of have to lean in and trust the process. And for me, it was huge that you guys were so concerned about my milk supply and breastfeeding because I feel like any other program that I would have tried probably wouldn't acknowledge that as a need to consider when I was taking in food because there's already people out there that offer, you know, postnatal programs and they're telling you to cut your calories and, you know, do all this and just to have the guidance for that. Yeah. To have the guidance for that too was huge. So with those things, like I'd really just trusted you guys that you knew what you were doing and I just needed to follow it. Um, so I tracked for a while, the calories were up where they needed to be pretty consistently. I wasn't gaining any weight. My weight was staying pretty stable. Um, my runs on the weekends were getting longer and I was feeling great. Like I would go for a 13 mile run and then be able to do things the rest of the day. Like it wasn't just a mess on the couch because I'd only eaten 1200 calories the day before. Um, so being able to take care of my daughter and do things around the house on top of a long run was huge. My energy levels felt great. Um, sleeping better, you know, as, as my daughter will allow, but when she wasn't up, I was sleeping through the night, which was great. And then we, a couple weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago now, we started doing just intuitive eating and only tracking a couple days a week. Um, and that has been great too, because now I'm really just trying to eat well and eat foods that I know are helping with my milk supply, foods that are helping me feel my running but also eating foods that I formerly would have labeled as bad. And I think that's one of the biggest takeaways from metabolic prehab was that foods aren't good or bad. Like we label them, society labels them that way, but they're not like, they don't have morals. Like food can't be good and food can't be bad. You know, people can be good and bad, but if food is not good or bad. Um, so I was able to kind of loosen the reins where like, oh, I'm only going to eat ice cream on the weekend on Saturday because that was what I did for years. Now during the week, if I want a little bit of ice cream, I just have it and I enjoy it. And I know like I can have it again tomorrow too, if I want. Um, I'm not eating the whole pint or I'm not eating it with like, you know, half a cup of peanut butter and whatever else I can pile on. Um, just eating what feels good. And so I've been doing intuitive eating for a few weeks now. I track two or three days a week just to make sure that levels are staying appropriate because um, fats again intake was kind of where I was struggling so just to make sure that I'm taking in enough fats and then enough carbs for the days that I am running longer and it's just freeing I think I said to you guys before that like someone needed to give me permission and I don't know why but I think again think it stems back to what people have said to you in the past where you know my coaching cross country or the coach I worked with with the other program where they were like these are your limits this is what you need to do to lose weight and you just hold on to these things they tell you and so it's almost like you need someone else to release you of those restrictions um, or that thought that you're overweight and you'll be better if you're lighter um, and I think that's what you guys did for me just to give me that freedom and then to know that I can manage it on my own is huge and that I'm kind of handling it and it's like, I don't know, it may sound really corny, but it's freeing. Like you just feel like a weight has been lifted. Um, and then, you know, I know that I'm on the right track. Like I'm not perfect by any means. Like I still face plant sometimes and just pick myself up. And I think the second thing I learned in metabolic prehab is like those things happen and they're just moments. And I think you both say it all the time. Like they're moments, acknowledge a moment and just move on. You learn from it 
but you don't stick to it and it doesn't derail the rest of your week or weekend or day. Um, so I know, like, I feel pretty confident that I'm on the right track with one of my bigger goals of not having a terrible relationship with food that my daughter's going to pick up on as she gets older. Cause they start noticing things so young, like even at a year, you know, so I'm so glad that I'm going into this and being able to raise her, having a healthy relationship with food and hopefully helping her maintain that not starting the special K diet when she's in high school. Yeah, it's amazing. Sorry, that was long-winded. No, it's okay. And not that it really matters, but you've been eating more and losing weight. And yeah, postpartum. So it's just going to probably happen naturally as you get back in your routines. But I think so many people are so fearful that the extra food is just going to be extra weight. And sometimes it's what removes the stress from the body. And, you know, the stress of either under eating or the stress of, you know, restricting ourselves in that guilt we feel around that restriction um because you know stressing over foods we eat is just it's probably more harmful than actually just eating those foods and being okay with it um so it's it's awesome yeah. that you've seen you know your body move and transform you know in a positive way as you've been feeling it you know how we always should have so and it's so cool to see your yeah. physical transformation i mean we see your pictures um, that you can tell, you know, what, whether the scale has moved two pounds, um, or not at all, it, it has moved a little bit, but, um, you know, two pounds, it looks like it's moved 10 pounds because you have, you know, fed it with the right nourishment. And so, um, we're super proud of you and so thankful that you came on to share the story. I know this will certainly empower, um, many women who are out there listening and whether you're a new mom or not, you probably can relate to the binging on the weekends and then restricting during the week or just feeling like, you know, your identity is found in food um, or the number on the scale, your confidence is found there and it, it shouldn't be. And so I love that you brought, brought it home with the fact that now you're experiencing dietary freedom essentially and food freedom, mm -hmm. being able to eat more intuitively and show a good example for your daughter. Yeah. And it's great to like enjoy family get togethers and be able to go out to dinner without having to like look at them. You know, I do look at the menu ahead of time just to have a heads up, but not having to worry like, am I going to be able to eat there? What should I eat when I get there? And, um, you know, I have a huge family on my mom's side. There's like 40 of us when we get together. So we get together a lot pre COVID and just having the freedom to like go to a family gathering and just be able to enjoy what I want to enjoy and not have it kind of hanging over my head that it's not the day it was going to, you know, fall off the wagon, but um, just life in general is, is so much better and happier and I metabolic prehab and evolve has just been so great. So I'm very appreciative to both of you for helping this transition and this journey. Well, thank you for coming on and telling your story and hopefully we can help some more people understand that there is a solution. There is a way out and hope. Um, because I know sometimes we can just kind of feel hopeless. We can feel like there's literally nothing that will help us because we've been this way for years, if not decades. Um, but there's always, you know, there's always an answer. There's always a way out. So thank you so much for sharing your story. And again, we love working with you. So we will talk to you, I'm sure, oh, next week. Um, yeah. How things are going. And, uh, and thanks again. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you for spending your time with us. We are honored to be able to help educate you and improve your life. If you've enjoyed this, please take a screenshot, share it on Instagram and tag us at lsn.coach and leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day. Bye.